Um, we have someone special with us today, besides my sister, who everybody knows. Yeah, my sister here. We have a new face. Why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself? Because who are you, and what's up? I I am me. I've always been me. Um, <laughs> I hate being live. You might have seen me in the chat as Joe5D. I am now Yo5D from now on. Ooh, love it. Yo5D. No, nah, I'll be Joe5D. Uh, yeah, that's it. <laughs> no, I love that Yo5D. So welcome. We are so Yo. excited to have you here. Uh, Joe over here is really into ghosts. So we were like, come hang out and talk about ghosts with us. And so after lots of debate and uh, turmoil, Joe showed up. So now we're there, here. There was a lot of trauma to get us here, but we're here. It was, yeah. Yeah, yes. yeah. I think that's and the Cassie. story of Tati Waba. It stands trauma. for trauma. <laughs> <laughs> All day, every day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like why is there so much truth to that? It is. Yeah, we all come from very traumatic lives, and we get brought together because we're all traumatized and we're trauma bonded, and we hang out with each other and talk about weird shit. And we're all gonna be ghosts. And we are traumatizing to each other. Yes, if only you knew. If only you. If only you knew how many times I've yelled at people today. Uh, I'm excited because Only Ghost is back. We had Only Ghost. We had two episodes of it last year that we did around the holiday or the Halloween time. I was gonna say holiday. That is the holiday time. Um, and so we're bringing it back, and we're gonna be doing it more frequently. And we're really excited about it because one of our biggest passions that we have is the paranormal, and we haven't much talked about ghost stuff. So it's kind of cool to be able to dive into this side of it. You know, we. We kind of tend to reach out and look into as many possibilities and topics as we can. So this is just, you know, another iteration of us having fucking ADD and ADHD and having to move on to the next topic. We just like to keep it fresh, man. Yeah. We really do. Can I can I give an update? Absolutely. Real quick, just so everybody knows what's going on. Sure. So all of you watching. Unfortunately, I am getting a divorce. And it has been a very hard time for me. That's why I wasn't on Tuesday on Bobby's Cryptic Corner. And I'm just going through a lot. I'm moving to South Carolina tomorrow. And uh, yeah, so this is... The last time you're going to see this background, I so did misplace my beard. We're excited for the new background. But uh, Sorry. yeah, Sorry. so I've, I've been going through a lot. And I'm uh, just kind of taking it as it is. So I'm here. But everything's going to be okay, Tony, because we're all here to support you and we love you. Yeah. And everyone Absolutely. that chat too, you better fucking support Tony. He takes donations. He does take donations, absolutely. <laughs> link, link down below. Welcome out with a moving truck, y'all. <laughs> I don't think you should fake makeup things to get money, but if you have something sad happen to you, might as well exploit the shit out of it. You know what I'm saying? Like, Drop right. <laughs> your chat. Hit F in the chat. Yeah, right. I right, did so see it, people, and it's like genius because I've seen people do it before where they have like a bachelorette party or like a girl's yeah, trip oh, and they write the family in the back of the card, like buy us a drink. And now it's like really taking off and people are like taking advantage never. of it. Could you imagine? Oh, that's like uh, tip culture, right? 
Well, I was like, could you imagine here in Vegas if I wrote on the back of my car going to Vegas for my 21st birthday, buy me a drink? How oh many? Like I could have it every day. Oh my god. Okay, yeah. see, like that's smart. And just like, yeah. drive down the strip and shit. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. All right, let's get into this, guys. We are, I'm super excited because we're talking about Resurrection Mary, Chicago's most famous ghost story. Uh, Resurrection Mary is considered to be obviously the most famous uh, ghost story in Chicago, and it is haunting around the area of a place called Resurrection Cemetery, which is a really weird thing to name a cemetery, like Resurrection. Like, yeah, that seems off. Like, what a weird name um this whole place this whole thing is taking place in justice illinois and the sightings occur along archer avenue specifically along the 3.7 mile stretch of road 3.7 yeah it's only 3.7 miles long it's not a big road hmm. i'm i'm still stuck on res resurrection cemetery i know we're gonna talk Someone about has it. Yeah. Sense of humor give me the next one same perverts <laughs> Hold on, we're stuck. <gasps> Your mouse. There we go. So obviously, like I said, this takes place in um, Illinois. Illinois uh, on Illinois? this road. So here, right here, is a map of, like I said, the 3.7 stretch of miles. You can see it's like not too windy, it's not too curvy, not too crazy or anything, but it's like a decent road in the area that's like a main vein along the area other than obviously the highway that's there but this goes back to like way earlier before this is like you know one of those old roads in town that was like originally like you know main street kind of a deal question mm -hmm. so i know this is like chicago's like biggest ghost story mm -hmm. um so how close is chicago then from justice if this is like the road 20 miles so that's the funny part of it is they say Chicago's most famous ghost, but the fact is is that this didn't happen in Chicago. It's right on the outskirts of the Chicago area, like it's the closest town on the outskirts of Chicago. It's not Chicago proper. Not, no, not I, th I think they call it like Chicago Metro. Yeah, yeah. something like that. Yeah, it's like incorporated, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Next slide, me please. It's probably um, real ghetto. So, since the 1930s, several men driving northeast along Archer Avenue between the Wilbrook Ballroom, once known as the O'Henry Ballroom, and Resurrection Cemetery have reported picking up young female hitchhikers. Uh, the, and the whole ride between these two locations is about like a seven-minute drive. Um, fun fact, I do want to say over here. Uh, the picture on the left is a giant like uh, mausoleum inside of the Resurrection Cemetery, and it happens to be the world's largest stained glass window. Huh. Wow. Really? No way. That's mm -hmm. top to bottom. Wait, no, it's reflecting on water. Yeah, it's reflecting. Wait, wait. I was like, what oh, is that? It's like, yeah, but it also goes all the way the around the entire right, building. Right, right. It's not just this front oh. window. It's the oh, entire fuck. thing. So it actually, it's like 2,448 panels. And then but the mausoleum like itself is 22,000 square feet. One, 
Oh, you probably don't know. I was gonna say, when was this built? Do you know? Like, I don't know this when like this specifically was built, but it gets even better, guys. All of the stained glass is the storytelling of the Bible. So as you walk through, mm -hmm. it tells the story of the Bible and each pane as you go. And this is a two-story building. So you go for the, for the first all the way around and then up to the second all the way around. And it's the entire story of like Jesus. Wow. Then you don't even have to read the book anymore. You just take mm -hmm. a nice little scroll. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then... Yeah. Next to that, which is again seven minute drive away, is uh, Willow Brook, uh, which it's gone by many names. It also is O Henry Ballroom. Now it's not it's not there anymore, but like it's had several several different names. Um, and the Willow Brook Ballroom was a dance ballroom and banquet facility. And in 2016, it was destroyed by fire. Uh, the building was having work done on the roof where the fire suspected of starting. And due to water pressure issues, the department had to wait on tanker trucks and it caused a delay and it ended up like burning the entire thing down. So like the fire department showed up, but they couldn't get the fire, the fire hydrants working. And then the place just burned down. Did anyone die? Wow. No one died. Everyone got out, but it did just helplessly burn to the ground as everybody stood around. Did the spirit cause the water pressure to be low? It's <laughs> right. And then right. the one little other piece. So the road between these two locations, Archer's Archer Ave. So Archer Ave's a little bit weird because it originally. I, I mean, this comes as no surprise to me and maybe anyone else here, but it was originally like an Indian trail. Oh, oh lord. lord. Mm. Here we go. Mm. Oh, and then to make it even better, underneath That's it a is a bunch of underground springs. Huh. Oh, okay, so we have water. Whoa. Yeah. Some portal, have, like, portal ingredients right there. Right? Yeah. yeah. So you have yeah. under this, you know, 3.7 stretch of, of road, it was once an Indian trail and then also just a bunch of underground water running underneath it. So I could only imagine the weird fucking things that happened in this location. We're gonna have to add oh. that on our next like Chicago trip. Mm. Yes. All right. Give me the next slide, Beeps. But I'm also not trying to be killed by a ghost. You're not gonna get killed by a ghost. How do you know? <laughs> so this is Resurrection I'll Mary. Be there. And I do want to oh, say that perfect. this right here is an alleged picture of Resurrection Mary. Like this is something that somebody took and submitted and said that they saw as Resurrection Mary. So Wait, this, this young woman. Yeah. This young woman is dressed somewhat formally in a white party dress and is said to have light blonde hair and blue eyes. There are other reports that she wears a thin shawl and dancing shoes and carries like a small clutch and that she's possibly very, very quiet. Which I would imagine a ghost to be like, what do you really have to fucking say? Yeah, what are they going to do? Right? Yeah. You spelt talkative wrong. That happens. It happens. Just, just food for thought. It's because I type in all caps, and so it never tells me what my if I spell things wrong or not. Kari, Kari would have an issue with the fucking spelling every single right. time. I don't I didn't mind this till Kari brought it up. I don't, I don't mind because we're all. It's okay to have growth. We should all be learning new things. I'm not saying it to be mean. I'm just saying. No, oh, just how very British no, no, no. of you. <laughs> all right, give us the next one. How very really beans and toast of you. I'm really stuck oh. on this on this photo though. Like, it, it it could just be someone in movement. It doesn't look like a, a woman percent. to me. It looks like a man. It looks like a it looks like a nun to me. I think it's, yeah, it's like a nun. Yeah, some headpiece. Oh, yeah. I'm it does. Yeah. yeah. Eyes, the chin, mouth, mm -hmm. nose, eyes, nose, 
Okay, I see that. But like, and that's, what? That's oh, a real pick. Yeah, like, well, it's allegedly like, a real pick. I mean, let's it be looks real. like a pullover no hoodie, and then like the hood's like bunched up. Did they Maybe. have hoodies back then? Yeah, it's hard to see. But to me, yeah. it's giving me none vibes. I'm not convinced by this picture at all, but it is like, I wanted to add it because it's a very interesting, mm. ghostly kind of picture. It's actually really funny. Wood girl looking for. Why no, do I feel like. <clears throat> okay, so why do I feel like Kari would be the person who would criticize a suicide note and would just be like, you spelt that wrong, mate? You didn't spell your right. <laughs> Thanks for the <laughs> confidence. Okay, we all listen to Mary. Okay, <laughs> poor Mary. Poor Mary. This girl, she was having the time of her fucking life, okay? She was fucking dancing with her boyfriend at the O. Henry Ballroom, just having a good time, but shit hit the fan, all right? They allegedly get into an argument, and she's like, fuck this, I'm leaving. So she storms out. She's like, toodles. And she goes on the avenue, Archer Avenue. And this poor girl, she didn't get far at all. She got freaking killed. Killed. Struck and killed by a hit and run driver. RIP Mary. And the freaking driver just left her there and run. And it gets even worse because her parents find her. Her parents find her. Okay, the beautiful Mary. Okay, and then they buried her in the resurrection cemetery, wearing a beautiful white dancing dress and matching dancing shoes. Mm. The run driver was never found. I think that was the oh, same outfit shit. she was wearing when she died. They're like, just leave it. So okay, so maybe she mm-hmm. has two ghost outfit options. Yeah. Because you know it's how, like, it's like, how it's like ghosts that are still in like their time, like they're still stuck in, I forgot what that's called, but she got killed in one outfit and buried in another. So displacement? Options. Like, where is the boyfriend? Yeah, fuck this guy. Well, obviously, he didn't give a shit about her. Yeah, obviously. He, he was, he was the driver. Oh my god, I was gonna say plot no, twist. Who was the driver? But how would that he happen? On, he hit her on purpose because he left. Oh, how would it happen? I could give you a fucking thousand reasons how that could happen. Now he left to chase after her, but he had drinking too much, and then he thought he hit a raccoon or something, but he realized it was Mary, and then he fled the scene and never spoke about it again. A raccoon. And Mary lay dying there, not dead yet from the hit, but seeing her boyfriend hit her, get back in the car, and leave her there to die. And that's why she haunts the road. How long was it until her parents found her? Like, I thought this was the place to be at. I feel like probably pretty quickly, if no one else passed by and fucking found her body, this was, like, a main road. But how would they know? Like, what? I don't know. I don't know how you're driving down the road and you see, like, a body on the side of the road and you're like, that's my daughter. Right. (laughs) That's fucked up! (laughs) I think like, no matter what you know. get out of the car, like, unless they were oh walking God. and they were just like, taking a stroll, and they were like, "Oh no, my child! <laughs> my child! I failed as a parent." This would be a really good, like, little short, uh, short video. Like, if someone could make it, you know what I mean? A YouTube right. short. Right. Yeah. All right, give us mm-hmm. the next one, please. 
So now we are going to get into who people think Mary actually is, because that's like a big thing about ghosts. I feel like you could put more validity to it when you link it to a person who is dead. You know, it, it makes it more real and more tangible than just like a made up name or something like that. So originally they thought that Mary, uh, and we don't know how to say this name, Bregrovi, was originally thought to be resurrection married. She died on March 10th in 1934. Um, and she is believed to live in this unmarked Mark Grave next to her parents, Stefan and Johanna, in Resurrection Cemetery. Uh, it was later discovered that Mary's death came in an automobile accident in the downtown Chicago Loop. So she is not likely the Mary that everyone talks about, even though as much as people want to speculate that it's her because it's the story that has the most connection with the body in there and being hit in an automobile accident. Unfortunately, this happened like literally 20, 30 miles away. So I don't understand why she would show up on Archer Avenue. Why does she have no marked stone? Like, um, because I believe because her parents died before her, and then she died pretty young as well, and then nobody could afford to give her a. She's no friends. Like she didn't have her family wasn't alive. Her parents were already dead, so they, you know, just plopped her right down in between them. Maybe they added her name to the one on the left. Yeah, sometimes maybe they did, or maybe there's one now. But originally, when they looked, that was like they were like, unmarked grave. Yeah. All right. Give me the next in. So this is more the running story of who Mary is. Now, the one thing I have to say is this girl's name is not actually Mary. Her name is Anna, but her Christian name is Maria. Uh, which is something that happened back in the time. So when you were an immigrant from another country and you came to America, they gave you a more Americanized name. And unfortunately, Anna was not American enough and they named her Maria. Spelled just like that too. I'm sorry, that doesn't but even make sense. Anna sounds more American than Maria. I know, Maria. I know Maria. it makes Maria. no fucking sense, but that is literally Maria. how the story is told. Mm -hmm. what, mm -hmm. what year was mm -hmm. this? Uh, well, let me, so, um, this is in 1927 specifically is okay. the story that we're talking about. So in 1999, Chicago author Ursula Beletsky documented a possible connection with this Anna Maria woman, and she died in 1927 in an auto accident on her way home from the O'Henry Ballroom. Again! So we're already started to get in the right direction, but there's a twist with this one. So according to the research of Frank, who's this guy, uh, who is just like really really obsessed with the story um anna was begging her father to take her dancing on her 13th birthday and on the night of july 20th 1927 coming back from the o'henry ballroom now the willowbrook ballroom uh anna's father did not see a 25 foot railroad cut hole in the roadway and he drove like into it um and crashed the car uh, after the accident, her father was subject of a devastating verbal abuse, even being told that Anna's death had been God's punishment for allowing the girl to go dancing at such a young age. And in reality, the blame rested with the Chicago Streets Department, who failed to post warning signs on the side of the street that there was a giant hole that he was about to fucking drive into. And then what's funny about it is that not long after, there was another death that occurred at the same site the night after Anna died. Oh, wow. Maria, so Maria. Cars falling into the fucking hole. <laughs> so there is a lot of speculation about whether Anna was buried inside of Resurrection Cemetery because one story is, is that she was buried at the St. Kashmir Cemetery and she rests there to this day. Like there's a headstone for her and everything. 
But there's this weird, obscure story out there from like a friend of a friend of a friend who's like connected to the family who says that uh, the grave diggers were on strike at St. Kashmir uh, Cemetery the night that Anna was supposed to actually be buried. So like I, fret, like I said, the friend of a friend of a friend, this is the person who's telling the story, was the um, like keeper of Resurrection Cemetery. And he was like, oh, I'll just keep her at my cemetery. And then when the strike is over, you can go and bury her there in her little you know grave that you have for her. But the strike ended up going on so long that Anna's body almost completely decomposed. Ooh. And she is indeed buried in the back of like the innkeeper's little area back there. And that she oh, is girl. not actually in uh, St. Kashmir Cemetery. I will say that whatever is on her head does look like the first apparition photo we looked at. A little bit. Like, I don't know what's on her head, but oh, that's what it looks like. like her hair. That's her hair. Looks like a tiara like or something. Face. Yeah, it looks like, like a, a tiara. Flower crown or she something. has two eyes on her big forehead instead. <laughs> or like it was a mask that's pulled up and there's two she, eyes. Maybe she was trying to hide her fat fucking forehead. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> Anna maybe. is the forehead and she is Maria. All right, it's give us hybrid. the next slide, please. Tony, this is all you. This is all me. So we're talking about Jerry Paulus. Paulus. Weird last name, right? Drink. 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 Do it. Uh, he reported in 1939 that he met a girl whom uh, he came to believe was Resurrection Mary at Liberty Grove and Hall at 47th in Mozart. Apparently so not that's a street. Not the O. Henry Willowbrook ballrooms. Like so, this one is like one street over from the original location, a different dance room. Right. So they danced and even kissed. So that's, that's kind of weird. But uh, he knew something was off. According to Jerry, her hands were cold as ice, which is any typical woman. Uh, mm. He described her as having cold hands but a warm heart. Oh, don't they? Uh, later that evening, he offered her a ride home with him and his brother. She accepted, directing him to drive up Archer Avenue once again. Uh, in front of the gates of Resurrection Cemetery, the young woman said she had to leave him and she and he could not follow her. She left the car disappearing at the main gate, leaving Jerry and his bewildered brother speechless. I think it's important to also note that this specific cemetery has a fence that is like pushed in mm -hmm. from her hands. Like that's that's the lore behind the lore of it that it has like dents in the front gate from her pushing the gate open all the time. Right. It's it's rusted and it's pushed in from her doing that. Mm -hmm. I actually right. did read about this before I Good. Have a shitty life. Give us the next one, please. Oh my god. Oh my god. It's a nice GTO, by the way. I know I tried to put a cute one in there. I was trying to get fancy with it. So in the late 1980s, two teenage boys were driving along Archer Avenue at Christmas time when they saw a strange woman dancing down the road outside of the cemetery fence. They noted that other people seemed to pass by totally unaware of her. Like she was like 
spinning in circles and jumping up and down and other people walking by or driving like literally didn't even make eye contact with her it was like only the two boys had saw her so the teens had rushed home and they reported this bizarre scene to their parents who at the time were like oh my god you saw resurrection mary right so it's like passing down the fucking generations right. but apparently during the christmas time she likes to hang around and dance and i imagine Aww. this is what she looks like poor mary she just wants to dance <laughs> right? she just wants to party she could go dancing with that 13 year old that's what she was trying to do <laughs> yeah I mean, they're, they're collecting people on this avenue pretty much oh. they should have their own ghost party oh. yeah for sure do you reckon they have one. like membership cards chat <laughs> yeah Okay, ducking. This is more not recent, but definitely we're going. We went from what 1927 to now. This is in 1996. Mm -hmm. um, in the early summer, I'm sorry, it was the late summer, but it was an early morning. Chet Prosinski, who was the owner of Chet's Melody Lounge, again on Archer Avenue. A lot of dance uh, halls and bars on this street. Yeah. Take out your dance and shoes and get hit. Um, so he's backing out of his driveway and when a man came rushing towards him asking for a phone because he claimed he had just hit a woman but could not find the body. Hmm. Uh, so there was a truck driver that was behind who saw the whole thing happened. So he stayed to make sure that when the police came, he could give the lady side of the story that he for sure did hit him, hit her. Um, so he gave this person that came running over his cell phone, but he quickly backed away from the situation because he didn't want to make it look like he was staging this publicity stunt for his, um, for his bar, for his little hangout. And nothing ever came from the story. It was, I guess, quietly resolved. So who knows? I don't know if they ever found the body mm -hmm. or what happened, but allegedly the story did take place. Interesting. Who the fuck names their kid Chet? Listen, Do you remember it's a different time. Um, yeah. That one remember? show. Back to the future. No. Yeah. Weird science. Uh Isn't it Jay? No, I it was Chet. It was probably his name's probably Chester. And everybody calls Chet. him Chet. He's a vibe, honestly. Chesty. Don't you pronounce it Che? Maybe I don't know. Che. Che. That's what I thought. Cheese. Cheese. <laughs> like I like the French. All right, give us the next one, Kari. This one's you. It is. So yeah, in the nineteen in the nineteen seventy nine issue of Suburban Trib, which sounds delightfully like upper class. Oh, uh, reported that Bill Geist interviewed a man who only wanted to be known as Ralph the Taxi Driver and he told Bill his chilling encounter on Archer Avenue, which keeps coming up. Sounds, you know, side note, I'm kind of thinking like a lot of these stories probably come from like one place because like it's all on the same street. Mm -hmm. So is it, I don't know. we'll get into that later, I guess, but like he explained that he had been he had picked up a strange woman in a white dress one evening who had directed him down Archer Avenue. Um, she was mostly silent except to remark that the snows had come early this year. Um, when she abruptly requested that he stop in front of Resurrection Cemetery, uh, he slammed on the brakes and looked away only for a moment. And when he looked around, she was gone and the door hadn't opened and 
he was freaked out and he was reported as saying, may the good Lord strike me dead. It never opened. Because yeah, that, that would freak me out. Hmm. A ghost in your car? Yeah. 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 That would freak me out. And you're like, I oh. swear they were there. Well, and it's so on par with every other story being told in the area of people who are having experiences with this ghost. Like this is, it's identical to all of these stories. Like they're also incredibly similar. Right. I think it's crazy that a ghost can look so real, though. Yeah, that's crazy. Well, again, it's your brain. What if your brain is really seeing a weird, creepy ghost, but then turning it into a normal person because it's trying to fucking, you know, understand what the fuck is going on? Right. We did talk about how your brain changes reality. Right. Mm -hmm. Right. To something that makes sense. Yep. Yep. Well, hey, guys, I'm going to jump off. I got a lot of stuff to do. All right. Love you. Love you, Johnny. Thanks for coming. All right, See you later. Uh, so next one. So here's where we're going to get into the vanishing hitchhiker goat hitchhiker hitchhiker ghost type. This is not common to just the Chicago area or just to this road, Archer Avenue. Um, the vanishing hitchhiker or variants such as the ghostly hitchhiker, disappearing phantom hitchhiker, is an urban legend in which people travel by vehicle, meet. Uh, with or or accompanied by a hitchhiker who subsequently vanishes without explanation, often from the moving vehicle. There are other ghost types, but we'll get into those as we continue doing the show. Damn, dude. I mean, yeah, yeah it's those are, the those are the from, tropes, right? Those are the mm -hmm. three from um, Haunted Mansion. Yeah, I did the Haunted Mansion ones. There's even literally oh. shows about them and things. <gasps> that is so scary. Oh, Kari that Day. is fucking scary uh, so the first mention of the vanishing hitchhiker legend uh comes from 1602 and it was recorded by swedish author jean petri clint um in february of that year a priest and two farmers were on their way home uh when a maid asked if she could tag along with them so the four stopped at an inn for some snacks and ale on the way and the maid asked the innkeeper for beer and when he came back the first time it was filled with just malt when she asked for beer again, he came back with a jug full of acorns. And the last time she asked, he returned with a jug full of blood. With all the jugs on the table, she said, this year will mu yield much grain, plenty of fruit on trees, but war and pestilence are also in the future. And then she disappeared right in front of their eyes. Jesus. Yeah, I mean... There's that happened all the way back in 1602. Like, right? this is... This is early and that the fact that we have somebody writing down this a story like this so early right. is so interesting to me because i feel like we don't have a lot of that kind of i mean this is like like the original urban legend right like right the it's, beginnings it's of it interesting that it's that early so early. we need acorns for I, well, so what it was saying, so the, the malt was like you know the barley the grain the second one was like the fruit the third one was blood right. so what it was serving as is that it was the it was this idea that the hitchhiker person is uh, an omen of some sorts, right. kind of showing I mean, something. They weren't exactly wrong because there was the industrial revolution and then the shitload of war for two hundred years. Yeah, at least like the person wasn't wrong exactly. Right. But we'll get into but that with the next slide. Right? Acorns fruit. Well, that's the fruit of the tree. I thought that. Oh. Oh. I was gonna say I thought that it's a note. but that's like it kind is. of really in like maybe. Yeah, nuts are fruits. Sour tomatoes. All right. But not pineapple. Not pineapple. 
All righty. Here is the uh, the Warrens of this whole situation, I feel like. Mm -hmm. um, Beardsley and Hanky. <laughs> <laughs> Hanky! <laughs> Which one's Hanky? Um, probably the woman. Richard is Beardsley and Rosaline is Hanky. All right. Uh, okay. Um, they were the first to put together a proper study for the hitchhikers, for the vanishing hitchhikers. This was between 1942 and 1943, and they were both American folklorists, Richard Beasley and Rosalie Hankey. So they collected as many accounts as they could to analyze them and come up with the scale. And out of 71 hitchhiking, hitchhiking ghost stories, there were four variants of each of the ghosts that they could gather. Version A is a man driving, seeing a woman on the side of the road. He offers to give her a ride. And then as he arrives to the address that she asked to be taken to, she's gone. She has disappeared. The man goes to the door uh, to, to ask about the person. Um, to ask about the woman and the person at the door says that they died in a car accident long ago. That would freak me out. Uh, you're like, Hey, I just picked up this person, Helen. Mm -hmm. She wanted to come over and they're like, Helen's, Helen's been dead, dead for five years. <laughs> Is this some what? kind of <laughs> point, point of personal privilege. Is like, I just put a link in the chat to this study that they did. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah, this yeah. is the entire study, yep. Yeah. Okay, so version B. A couple stops to help an old woman on the side of the road while there's a storm. The woman accepts the ride, and while on their way to her house, she tells them an omen about the future. Mm -hmm. After the warning, the old lady disappears. She vanishes in the car. And the couple continue to the address to ask questions where they're told that she died years before. Mm. And they say that they show up is usually the anniversary of her death. Ooh. So also not cool uh, at all. Mm -mm. Really? <laughs> I think that's kind of cool. I mean... Like, Every day, someone not or ever, on the anniversary of your husband's death, they come knock on your door, and they're like, "Hey." <laughs> For some reason, it reminds me of Billy Darko, and I don't know why. I don't know. Okay, so for, so yeah, far, there's obviously two things that we can tell our ladies. Uh, yeah. So version C is a young man who's dancing with the pretty girl at the dance hall, and offers to give her a ride home. But the girl asks to stop at the cemetery on the way, and then she disappears. So the boy goes again to the address that he's supposed to take her, and she doesn't live there anymore. And she hasn't for years. So then the boy goes back to the cemetery and finds her grave. That's freaky. Yeah. Wow. How did they dance all night? How did they dance all night? And like, did everyone else see her, or did they see a man dancing with by nobody? Himself. Like, no. By himself. Yeah. 
Oh, or yeah, did they yeah. all collectively agree that there was a person there? I guess they had a top of it. Yep. Mm. All right, version D, this is the last version. Um, someone that is driving offers to help an old woman carrying something very heavy on the side of the road. And once they get to the destination, she disappears. The paper goes on to document a lot of cases, but so far the most extensive collection of personal experiences on the subject to date. So, so far, everyone is on the road um, in some type of desperate need help. Um, it's always on the way home and then they disappear and you're just kind of left like, well, okay. So, so we're not gonna seal the deal tonight? No. And it's interesting that you have some people who like go to some address and then like they have that conversation or it's like, oh, they're either dead or they don't live here anymore. Or you have people who like just kind of continue on their life. Like, okay, we're not gonna investigate this any further. That was enough information for me <laughs> right. and I am done. <laughs> It makes me think, like, I have seen an old lady on the side of the road looking like she needs something heavy, and I wonder if she was a ghost. And she had an omen to tell you or some shit, yeah. So um, I don't want to hear any omen about the future unless it's good. Like, keep that to yourself. Also, that's why I don't take bird feathers, because I'm like, I don't know what weird thing put this here. I'm not accepting this. I kick them away. Oh. <laughs> they usually have some type of spiritual meaning. I, I, mean, I, I know, and I don't want it. So much. <laughs> You should have what if it's a demon trying, a to, trying to get me with a fucking oh, feather? And it's like, mm, come here, Jamie. No, I kick it away. I say, get out of here. I don't want it. I kind of feel like the worst of all of those scenarios is definitely like going back to the cemetery and then seeing the person's grave. And you're like, well, oh. not only that, but then like interacting with this person all night in a public area where there's other people around and nobody's saying anything to you and then finding out that that person's dead that's also really traumatizing because then like who or what were you having the time of your life with right oh my god and what if you fell in love exactly <laughs> i think this is the plot to some kind of movie right now yeah right i feel like it probably is all right give us the next one isn't it like city of angels wasn't that basically this yeah. But the opposite way. Wait. Around. Yeah, I don't even look at that. I guess it was a real photo. Oh, well. Oh, wait. No, those that? weren't real photos. Those were just. Oh, never mind. Just oh. photos. I don't know if those were real or photoshopped or what the deal was. Just giving some ghostly photos for you. Yeah. Is there more photos of her besides the one in the beginning? No, not that is like claimed to be her, no. Okay. So. The Vanishing Hitchhiker of Bluebell Hill, which is in Kent, here in the UK. Um, according to the story, drivers have picked up a young woman dressed in 1960s attire who requests a lift to her destination. And during the ride, she provides an address, but when the driver arrives, the hitchhiker has mysteriously vanished from the car, which tracks with every other version of the story. Mm -hmm. um, I, I thought it was interesting... That it's on a hill, because apparently that that hill has been like occupied over time, like throughout history. So it was interesting that it's like in a place that's already got other historical Ooh. stuff, like Archer Ave. Right. Mm. All right, go to the next slide. Next slide. Click. Click. Okay, so the next one is the Niles Canyon Ghost, which it's in is California. in California. California. 
So a young girl was on her way home when she was killed in a car accident. And the details of the accident are always different depending on who's telling the story, which is when you're trying to find the original source can be very annoying. Mm -hmm. But um, some say they see her ghostly body standing on the corner she died on, while others claim to have offered the girl a ride. Uh, for the ones who do offer her a ride, she gives them an address on the other side of the bridge on along that stretch of road. But once they approach the bridge, she disappears, which, again, is scary as heck. Mm -hmm. um, some retellings of the story also include the, the troop of the driver going to the address to ask about the girl and learning about the prior death, which, again, is tracks with other versions. Mm -hmm. so next slide. Do you think they're not allowed to like leave a certain proximity? Is that what I mean? Maybe that's part of it, like the radius they're in. Right. Yeah. It's like an American horror story. Remember, there's that it's like Halloween, like the ghost at the house can finally leave. Mm -hmm. But then it's like any other day, if they tried to leave, they'd think they're walking out no matter what, they're right back where they were. Mm -hmm. Right. Start over, and that's probably why the ghost keeps trying to get in people's cars because it's trying to keeps trying to get, get out. Get me out of here! Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's <laughs> like that movie where they try to leave town and then they just drive right back into town. Right back into town. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so this one is on dark mm -hmm. rainy nights. Some have reported seeing a ghost looking for a ride on Highway 107 that winds through Walhalla, South Carolina. Uh, this ghost is a man with a trench coat and boots, and he will ask drivers to drive him to a nearby scenic overlook or to Moody Springs, which I guess is nearby. Mm -hmm. um, when the drivers arrive at the hitchhiker's destination, he gets out of the car, and as he walks away, he disappears into thin air, almost evaporating. And the only evidence of him being there is a wet spot left uh, in the back seat <laughs> of the car. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> he leaves a gift. A little squirt squirt. Yeah, yeah. A little bit. A little bit. So, All right, give us the next one. one. This, is the, uh, this is my final one. So this is the Arkansas's... Is that Arkansas or Arkansas? Arkansas. 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 You know. You know. Arkansas. Arkansas vanishing hitchhiker <laughs> travels on the dark road of Arkansas Highway 365, sometimes encounter a young girl walking in the pouring rain in a torn white dress while crossing a spooky bridge trademark <laughs> driver drivers stop to assist the helpless looking girl as she tells them an address of a nearby home but when they arrive at the house the girl of course has disappeared and once again we have the driver walking up to the door and learning that she died in the car accident years prior but this story is slightly different, as women in the house explain to the driver that he isn't the first one to come and inquire about such an event, but that the ghost girl often catches rides home from passersby. So that's like not a even repeat, on the anniversary or anything, just right, like it's all just the like time. A, right. mm -hmm. Time loops. And again, that kind of goes into the time loops we were just talking about. If it's being trapped somewhere and it can't get, it keeps repeating itself over and over and over and over and right. over again. I think it's if it's a traumatic death. It sounds especially. like yeah. Dexter Canna. All right, I think Our, we got one more Kansas. slide. Is it the? It's the spooky. <laughs> yes. spooky the scale. Scale. I love that. I, I love that Jerry top that Bree's wearing. It's great. Yeah, it's beautiful. So I thought we would do something <laughs> here. <because this laughs> is the thing. Owner. 
Uh, and we're not factor sci-fying this. We're doing a spooky scale. How scared are you on this? On a scale from one to shit your pants. Are you unfazed, bro? Or is it nightmare fuel when you think about Resurrection Mary? I'm going to give this one like a six. I think it's like a little bit spooky. But like I personally think that if there was a cool ghost lady in my car, I'd be really into it. Like that sounds really cool. I kind of want to experience it. I kind of now want to drive that street specifically on Halloween to tra maybe try to get the spirit out. Just you know what I mean? Take, take it out for dinner. Yeah, no, I'm not taking it out for dinner, but like so that you, you know, we said that maybe the spirit yeah. is trapped and it can only be the veil is thin on Halloween. So now I want to drive the street on Halloween so that she comes in my back seat so I can take her to the big light in the sky. I really <laughs> but had I don't... to resist the urge to make a joke. Oh, Jesus. But I don't think I'd be like terrified of it. I think I'd be more like I'm into it. But I'm gonna give it like a like a six on the spooky scale. What about you, Spooky? I give it a spooky spook, like six or seven, because that would freak me out if someone yeah. just, just, if they just disappeared behind me. Like, All that right. would freak me out. What about Although you, Although it's, it's interesting how it's evolved over time. Like, I, I'm pretty sure this probably comes from, like, one occurrence that gets told at a bar, and then someone else takes the story and says it's their story, and then it just, like, multiverses out in all of these different versions of this one story that happened that was probably like some tragic death and then someone was like oh i can tell a story to do with that mm -hmm. that's why you have all the different variations of it all mm -hmm. over you know globally now right what about you joe yeah, I would, where are you I on the spooky say, scale uh, like if it happened to me i would say it would probably be maybe not as spooky as it's happening you know because you don't realize what's happening until after mm -hmm. it seems like most of the people yeah. they're all like wait what the hell what was that so yeah, I don't know about because those ghosts seem more realistic than you know just a like a you know transparent apparition. So these ones are a little different. They seem like there's more like you know physicality to them, mm -hmm. which like all that running water and stuff that might be like you know making a stronger presence of the it. spirit. Right. Yeah. So these ones, yeah, like a six, five, six. Ooh, I have yeah. an interesting question about ghosts. That I just thought of what. How do we tell the difference between like UFO orbs and ghost orbs? We don't. We don't. Oh, shit. <laughs> Is that the crossover? Yeah, that's the problem. Yeah, I think we've seen yeah. me and Bree have said that's a hundred times. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so orbs are oh no, we'll let Nikki orbs go first. Sure. <laughs> um, I like. I kind of put myself in middle bitch because I think it would be based on the situation. Like, if mm -hmm. I was in the situation where I hit someone, or if I, like, looked up my mirrors and saw someone in the backseat, oh, fuck, no. But if it was yeah, just, like, true. an interaction with someone, mm. you wouldn't even know until they're gone. Mm -hmm. So it's, like, there's no mm -hmm. fear. There's not a fear factor a part of it. Mm -hmm. Kind of like Joe. I think right. I'm the same way. I middle bitch this because I don't think it's overall not spooky to me but i can imagine that once you find out they're dead you're like going over the entire scenario oh. over and over in your head like wait but they were so real how, how did that happen if they're like the couple that was dancing together that's really confusing to me because that like unless they were both dancing but not dancing together okay but if they were dancing together like then you can feel them like they're a person Mm -hmm. Like a physical flesh and blood looking person that left I mean, a stain what, what, on what? your backseat. Yeah. I know you would be 
I think it would send you on more of like uh, mental cycles and you're mm, in like, mm-hmm. you know, like circles in your brain. Going over. Yeah, that's what I think it would be. Not so mm. much spooky, more like why, how, how is this possible? What does that mean when I am going to die? Then? Yeah. Like how many people have we possibly come across that aren't even alive but we like see them for a split second, like you, you would have no idea anymore. No so, idea. Right. Like you were in a museum, right? And then like mm-hmm. you're just walking around and you bump shoulders with someone and they're there one second. When you turn around, they're gone. But like you hit somebody in your shoulder, but you had like, where'd that person go? We have no idea. You know, I, like, I had a weird thing when I used to work in a store. Like I'd be the only person in, in this tiny little like news agents and I would hear and feel the door open and it wasn't opening. But I hear, mm. I, I'm like up against the wall that the door's on, and I hear it go like, and like you feel the pressure change, mm. and there's no one there. And that happened a uh, lot. And it was like, what? So like, I used to have this thing at one of the places I lived at with my family where like I would get anxiety when I would hear somebody's car drive up the driveway, and I would phantom hear cars driving up the dri- driveway all the time because of like my anxiety. So and it sounded like super real, like someone was pulling in the driveway, but it was indeed nothing. So I wonder yeah. if part of that is like, you know how they have that thing where you can go in that room that's completely silent and people can't last more than like 10 minutes inside of it because they start yeah. like hallucinating things and shit. Stop so I feel like, yes, yeah, so I feel like maybe part of that too is like your brain literally just like experiencing something because maybe it's some anxiety or something that you have going on where it's like you are expecting it. So then it happens, but then you look and it's not really happening. Right. That's... Uh... You know, that yeah, reminds me of... Crazy. Everyone's just crazy, that's all. There's no... When I was about <laughs> seven, six or seven, oh, I lived oh, across oh. the road from a cemetery. And we had, like, sightings in our apartment, like, when that's I was depressing. a kid. Jesus. It was, like... It, it was an old Victorian building, too. It was, like, out in well, this tiny why. village, yeah. like, outside of town. It was all really old, hundreds of years old buildings. There and, you go. That's cool. Like, my mom had... More sightings of this little kid with a teddy bear that would like appear in the middle of the night super bright and then walk through the wall and it got to the point where like we, we moved because my mom was so freaked out because it's yeah, kept happening and it, like i was like i remember it really vividly because like i didn't really like living there but like that, that being the reason we're leaving was like wait what what okay all right mm-hmm. and it kind of i guess it predisposed me to because after that i started watching shows like most haunted and all of these things because I was like open to it by that. We literally just had to leave our house. Do people see like red coat ghosts? Oh yeah. yeah. Battlegrounds. Yeah, so there's like so that's what I was talking about earlier about how we'll get into different ghost types. So we'll get into the white lady ghost type, the soldier ghost types. There's a lot of different ghost types that are out there, and a lot of these like that kind of fall into the same category, you know. And we'll definitely get into those as we continue on with this show. I think uh, one of the next ones we're gonna do is like uh, ghost ships, and we're gonna specifically talk about different, you know, like uh, different ghost ships and things like that. Let's not talk about the movie Ghost Ship though, because that fucked me up as a ten year. And I don't want to read this. Oh, yeah, is that why you were so busy all the time? No, I just put it on. I'm going to have Nicole. 
All right. Do we have any final oh, thoughts I'm for sorry. the episode I before, we, before we skedaddle <laughs> out of here and Brie goes back inside her pool? I have a question. Yeah. What about, it's interesting because like when we talk about in the paranormal sense, this is not the only hitchhiker phenomena. No. There's, you know, um, is that something we would get into? Yep. Because, yeah, that's like a so different. Yeah. The, 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 and a different like, version right. of hitchhiking. Yes. I found a bunch of different types. Oh, yeah. It's interesting. No, no, Cara, you're misunderstanding. What she means like the opposite of like you picking up a hitchhiker and them disappearing, but more like a ghost being hitchhiked to you and coming home you. with you. Ah. Oh. Mm -hmm. That's oh, flipping, okay. flipping it. Yes, like, a thousand percent like, that is on my list. Attachment entities. Attachment. And it's just it's interesting that it's yeah. the same term and they're so the so the opposite. opposite. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. No, we'll definitely get into that. Cool. Cool. Nikki, oh, any final thoughts for anybody? Any advice? Any hot tips you want to give out there to the to the world? I love y'all. Oh, That's some great advice. Um, <laughs> I love y'all. <laughs> <laughs> I love y'all. <laughs> what about you? Wait, what? Oh, me. Uh, if you think if you think you see ghosts, just just ask them. Are you a ghost? And. Mm. Yeah, Good. I agree. Maybe yeah, they'll just really disappear. Communication is key. Communication <laughs> is fucking key. All right, Corey, or Car Corey, Kari, <laughs> roll that beautiful bean footage. Okay, I don't have a video to end the show with tonight, so we're just going to end it. Thank yeah. God. Oh, yeah, okay. I'll, do, I'll just make it awkward now, then. I'll dance. I don't give a Bye, shit. Everyone. I'm a fucking performer.